Radio. G'day everyone, thanks for tuning into The Journey this week. I hope you're having a fantastic week wherever you are, right around the country, and are ready for a jam-packed edition of The Journey today. Footy season certainly hotting up right around the country, isn't it? So whether you're an AFL fan, follow the NRL, maybe maybe you follow both. Hope you've got plenty to cheer about as we uh, head to the pointy end of the season. There's always a, a great buzz around footy finals time this time of the year, so even if your team isn't there, hope you've got uh, plenty of good sport to watch and plenty to cheer about. Today on the show we've got so much to get through. We'll be hearing from our good friend Sister Hilda from Jamboree Abbey, star of that TV series on ABC a few years ago called The Abbey and a much sought after speaker, storyteller and I'm proud to say my mate. Can't wait to hear from Sister Hilda. Trish McCarthy's going to be on the show as well. She's a sports person, scripture teacher, fitness trainer, all-round legend. She's just got back from a stint overseas where she's been doing some uh, some evangelisation work and some leadership work with people in the South Pacific. And she's prepared a fantastic piece for us today entitled Hunger. And I'll tell you... It's one you should really stay tuned for. It's fantastic, as usual, with Trisha's stuff. We've got Bruce Downs, the Catholic guy, known all across Australia and around the world for his series, The Catholic Guy on Christian TV, and he's a, he's a great friend of the journey as well. We're going to hear from Mr Sam Clear. He walked around the world for Christian unity, as you do. Imagine that, eh? Just <laughs> getting up and deciding one day, I'm going to walk around the world and I'm not going to pass a church and I'm going to knock on each door that I pass and, and ask them to pray for, for Christian unity. Each, each church door that he passed, that's exactly what he did. Amazing guy. First up, and as always though, we're going to kick off the show with a focus on the scripture reading for this Sunday's Gospel, and the Gospel set down for right around the world this week for the 25th Sunday in Ordinary Time. That's Matthew chapter 20 verses 1 to 6. And this week, the reflection has been prepared for us by longtime friend of the show, Father Graham Schmitzer. Let's get into it. Whether you're listening in your car, or live streaming, or via podcast at www.radio.dow.org.au, it's great to have you listening in to this week's show. Faith. Hope, love and life. You're listening to The Journey. Here's this week's Reflection on the Gospel. Hi, I'm Father Graham from St. Columkills at Caramel. Today's Gospel concerns a parable of the workers in the vineyard. The village marketplace was the equivalent of our labour exchange. Workers would gather there from morning until evening, hoping to find work. The landowner went out at daybreak to hire workers, came back at 9am, then midday, then five in the evening. When pie time came, they all got the same wage. There were grumblings, of course. But Jesus tells the parable to highlight the infinite compassion of God. In strict justice, the fewer hours a man worked, the less he should have received. But the master knew they all needed the work, and that the normal pay, a denarius a day, left little margin, anything less and the man would not have been able to feed his children. God is good and generous to all. In the image of the parable, he comes back again and again to make sure everyone receives the invitation to follow him into the kingdom. And the parable teaches that whatever stage of life we enter the kingdom, whether as an infant, or in adulthood, or on our deathbed, we are all equally dear to God. And whether we die young or old, Life in the divine sense has not ended too soon or too late. God is always waiting for us. You're listening to The Journey, great Christian radio for the whole family. Here's Sister Hilda with Wisdom from the Abbey. My sister has given us a number of DVDs on the Agatha Christie character, Monsieur Hercule Poirot. Every now and then we get to see one of them. 
Recently, we saw an episode about a young woman whose horrible mother was cruelly murdered. The story of the torments this young woman and her fellow adopted brother and sisters had endured all came out along with several other plots. It made for one very messed up life. In the final scene, this young woman announces to Poirot that she's off to Egypt or somewhere to make a new life for herself. It feels as though she's on the cusp of starting a whole new life. Poirot asks very gently, Mademoiselle, may an old man pontificate for just a moment? Of course, monsieur, she replied politely, clearly wondering what on earth was coming. There is no damage, he said, however great, that cannot be healed and made new by Almighty God. Without this assurance, Mademoiselle, many of us would surely go mad. Please remember my advice. And with that, he tipped his hat and strolled away out of her life. Not a bad message for an episode of fiction, and indeed a true message. Some of you listening to me today may feel just so damaged. Perhaps you're responsible for your own damage. Perhaps it's been done to you. Perhaps you think you'll never be the same again. Perhaps you walk down the main street of your suburb and feel as though you're wearing a sign that says, Damage goods, irretrievable. Perhaps you're sure that if you ever told anyone how damaged you know yourself to be, you'd be cast off right off the planet. It's awful, isn't it? One tends to feel so out of sync with the rest of the world. And yet, Poirot is right. There is no damage, however great, that cannot be healed and made new by Almighty God. Give him a chance. Quietly tell him about the damage you've sustained. You'll need to tell him again and again, not for his sake, but for yours, since you've carried it for so long. Yeah, and then watch. He'll send a Poirot into your life. He'll send you opportunity after opportunity for healing. He'll send you every occasion to shed your damage. And again, you know, Poirot is right. Without this assurance, many of us would surely go mad. Welcome back to The Journey. We just heard from Sister Hilda Scott with her wisdom from the Abbey. And this week she gave us a really good story she called Monsignor Poro. Sister Hilda always says this when she comes here to record her segments for the show, just to remind listeners that they're always welcome to come and drop in at the Abbey down there in Jamboree in southern New South Wales. It's a beautiful place. It's tranquil, lots of places to walk, to sit, have some prayer time. And there's always someone you can have a chat to or who'll pray with you as well. So feel free to drop in at the Jamboree Abbey down there in southern New South Wales. Last week we had a bunch of new listeners tuning in for the first time who connected in because they'd been at the Proclaim 2014 conference and who've been going back to their local regions and encouraging people to tune into the journey. If you're listening into the journey for the first time this week, g'day. Welcome aboard. I hope you like what you've heard so far, but you should hear what we've got coming up. Trish McCarthy, she's coming up. Awesome woman of God, prayerful, dynamic, fantastic speaker. She's going to be giving us a little piece. She's called Hunger. Faith, hope, love and life. You're tuned to The Journey. You're listening to The Journey with Dave and Dodsey from the Catholic Diocese of Wollongong on cradio.org.au. And now it's time for Milk and Honey with Trish McCarthy. When I hear the stories scattered through the scriptures of people fasting from food, it conjures up memories of my experience of being hungry, irritable, lethargic, and generally in a negative state. 
there is much still to learn in and from those experiences for me. However, on a daily basis, if when you haven't eaten in a while you feel jittery, irritated, snappy, foggy, it's usually an indication that the foods you have chosen to consume may need to be evaluated as they're having a considerable impact on the amount of sugar or glucose in your blood. It is a good question to consider and ask yourself before and after meals, how do you feel? If you use words like those I mentioned, then we may need to take a different approach. Another good indicator, although simple, is the notion that before a meal you would feel hungry, not famished, starving, irritable, and after a meal you should feel not hungry, satisfied, ready to take on the world, and renewed energy. This result comes from eating the right kind of food, ones that stabilise your blood glucose level without high peaks and low dips at the right time. Try to include a small amount of protein at each meal. Meat, nuts, good serve of veggies with every meal, even breakfast. Seriously, try it. You'll be pleasantly surprised. And a small amount of natural fats. Avocados, coconut products, eggs and nut butters. Being tired, irritable and generally in a negative state is not how our creator designed us to travel through life. We operate best when we are centred, satisfied, focused and integrated. And the foods we choose to consume contribute a vital part to that whole picture. You're listening to The Journey, music, interviews and wisdom for living life to the full. Welcome back to The Journey. I hope you're enjoying the show today wherever you are right around the country. Again, a big welcome to our relatively new listeners up there in Port Macquarie, those tuning down in Bendigo, in the Illawarra, Sydney, Gippsland, Albury, Wodonga. It's great to have all you guys listening in wherever you are, either through your local Christian radio station online or via podcasts at www.radio.dow.org.au. Now, if you've been listening into the journey over the last couple of weeks, you would know that we've had a couple of really good interviews. Um, first was Dr. Ben Weicker, who is an incredible speaker, an expert on the impact of, of secular culture on Christianity and, and having a look at the way that Christians can engage with secular culture in a way that opens people to, to faith. The other interview that we had on last week was with Archbishop Julian Porteous and a number of people who were involved in the Proclaim Conference 2014. Both of those interviews are available in full if you go to www.radio.dow.org.au and we've had a lot of interest in particular in that Dr. Ben Weicker interview. We only played part of it, played about 11 minutes of that interview. It's a full 25 minute interview, fantastic, particularly if you want to engage with the topic of where does science and faith intersect and why science and faith don't have to be enemies. Really encourage you to go and have a listen to that one, particularly for our teachers who are listening. It's great content. And in the next couple of weeks, we've got some more fantastic interviews coming up. We were actually going to play a full interview that we did with Archbishop Julian Porteous next week on the show. Faith, hope, love and life. You're tuned to The Journey. And now, inspiring you to dream, here's Bruce Downs, The Catholic Guy. Well, I travel on planes very regularly. And the other day I hopped on a plane and there was one little boy behind me and he was with his mum and his dad and he was absolutely full of life and full of excitement. He discovered the seat belts, the food trays. He was just bursting with energy and he couldn't wait for it to happen. Well, all of a sudden I hear him crying out, hey, daddy, daddy, are we flying yet? And the plane doors hadn't even closed yet. We weren't flying at all. And I realised what I'd done is I'd hopped on the plane, I'd opened up the newspaper and I was already reading. I fly so often these days that I don't even look out the window. I sometimes don't even notice the fact that we take off. Well, when we did, this little boy was so excited at the takeoff. 
and it suddenly occurred to me that I was just lost in it and the excitement had gone a long, long time ago. A plane taking off is actually an amazing feat of science and the world below is a great work of God's creation. Here was I in this potential situation for incredible awe and yet I was reading my paper. If not for the boy and his wonderful excitement about the takeoff, I probably wouldn't have even noticed. In your life today, is there anything that you've forgotten to register, to notice, to wonder, to celebrate? Look around you today. God has surrounded us with many wonders to enjoy and celebrate. All we have to do is look up from our newspapers and really look and listen to all the things that are around us. Life is filled with all sorts of wow and awe moments in our lives. Why don't you join me at thecatholicguy.com where you'll be inspired to dream. You're listening to The Journey, great Christian radio for the whole family. You're listening to The Journey on cradio.org.au. Walking the Walk, here's Sam Clear. Hi, I'm Sam Clear for Walking the Walk. Between 2006 and 2008, I walked 15,500 kilometres around the world while praying for the unity of Christians. Now, as extreme as that may sound, I simply stopped in every church that I passed and invited them to at least join in praying for the broken body of Christ. I started walking in Brazil, and nine months later, while crossing the USA, I learned a very important lesson from a Pentecostal minister. She found out that I was a Catholic and said tentatively, Sam, I was once a Catholic, and I was married to an alcoholic and abusive man. When I plucked up the courage to ask for help from my parish priest, he just slapped me on the back and said, Don't worry, just pray about it, you'll be okay. And he walked off. She continued saying, I never stepped foot inside a Catholic church again, but I met some Pentecostals and they helped me to put my life back together. I'm now a minister in our church. She then asked me, How can the church teach such a thing? I simply apologised to her and said, That isn't what the church teaches. You just had a priest who didn't care. I'm so sorry that you were abandoned. I'm just glad that you found help and that your faith has been able to grow. She smiled and said, Sam, God moves in mysterious ways. And she hugged me. Often the wounds in the church are not our fault. But that doesn't stop us from being capable of bringing God's healing love to the situation. Her Pentecostal friends had loved her back into the fullness of life, and through my simple apology, years of disdain vanished. If we're going to walk the walk, at times we'll need to be prepared to ask for forgiveness, not just for our own wrongdoings, but for those around us. When we pray, if we aren't already, Can I challenge you to continue Jesus' prayer from John 17, 23, that all people of faith would be united completely so that the world would see that the Father has loved us as he's loved the Son. I'm Sam Clear for Walking the Walk. For more on the journey, go to walkforone.com. Together on the journey, faith, hope and love for life in all its fullness. Welcome back to The Journey. I'm Jude, and I hope you're enjoying the show this week. Now, we heard from Sam Clear in that mix. If you haven't listened to Sam before, 
Well, you got a bit of an intro to how his story all started. Well, his story about his push for Christian unity all started anyway. He walked around the world for Christian unity. He's a man passionate about it and asked Christians wherever he goes to pray for Christian unity. He's broken down so many barriers, which is just fantastic and really what this show is very much about. We also heard from Bruce Downs. A lot of people would know Bruce as the Catholic guy. I think a name he got when he went and spoke at the Hillsong Conference and they said, oh, you're that Catholic guy and it just stuck, as names often do. Bruce is a fantastic friend of the show and, and his inputs are really valued. He's actually moved to the Eastern States now to, to start the Catholic Guy Impact Communities and, and they'll be launched in coming months, which is going to be fantastic. It's really reaching out to people who've disconnected with church. Now, over the last few weeks, we've been plugging this upcoming event called Young Men of God. It's going to be on from October 10 to 12 at the Stanwell Tops Conference Centre, south of Sydney. There are going to be people coming from all over the country. It's an opportunity to meet inspiring men from around the nation. It's going to be live music, thought-provoking and challenging talks, time to retreat and reflect on your journey with God, and really talk about different ways that you can step up to the plate and really be a man of faith. This year's conference is called Dare to Lead, and guest speakers include Bishop Peter Commonsoli, Senator Zed Soldier, Pat Keedy from the Emmanuel Worship Community in Brisbane. I'm going up there as well. I can't wait to run into all these fantastic guys. We're going to interview quite a few of them for the journey. For more details, go to ymgmovement.org, or you can call Dan on 0406 803 565. That's Dan on 0406 803 565. Now, a parish resource that's been utilised widely around the country in the last few years has been the daily Advent and Christmas reflections that have been produced by the Diocese of Wollongong. This year's reflection, called Redeemed, have got some fantastic presenters. People like Sister Hilda Scott will be on there, of course. And if you want to find out more about accessing those few parish, we really encourage you to contact Jenny Raposio on 4222-2411 and orders for those are coming in thick and fast as we lead into that Advent period. They were used widely throughout Australia last year. They were used by so many different groups in schools, they were used in prisons, they were used by parishes, a fantastic way to journey and prepare for what Christmas is really about, the coming of Jesus and our redemption. Coming up we've got Dr Byron and Francine Parola, they're much sought after marriage experts and well we've got them on the journey each and every week just about, it's fantastic to have them on the show. This week they're going to talk about how important it is to avoid accumulated hurts in marriage so it's free to grow. They've got a lot of experience and wisdom so keep on listening. Faith, hope, love and life, you're listening to The Journey. You're listening to The Journey with Dave and Dodsey from the Catholic Diocese of Wollongong on cradio.org.au. Now with their tips for vibrant marriages and family life, here's Byron and Francine Parola with Smart Loving. Hi, we're Byron and Francine Parola from Smart Loving and today we're talking about avoiding those accumulated hurts. It's easy to speak sharply, reply abruptly, criticise unkindly nag unnecessarily. We all do it and we all know when we do. But how often do we actually repair the damage? We think that if we just avoid the big offences, then the little stuff-ups don't matter. Actually, it's the opposite. It's often those little pinpricks of hurt that occur day to day that do more damage than the major transgressions between us. These little wounds tend to accumulate, a bit like the way a blister develops on your foot after you've bought a new pair of shoes. I mean, at first they just feel a bit tight, then they get a bit irritated, but after a while you've got a raw blister. And when you look back, you ask yourself, was it the first minute when you put the shoes on that did it, or when you were walking, or in the last ten minutes? The truth is that every minute your skin was in contact with that shoe, it was doing damage. No one minute by itself was noticeable, but put them together and you've got a painful wound. Emotional injuries work the same way. It may seem like a little thing, but lots of little things hitting the same spot 
add up to a big thing overall. You may not notice every time you stick your spouse with one of those pins, but you do notice sometimes. So make a habit to immediately address it. An instant, I'm sorry, that hurt you, or, oh my gosh, I didn't mean to say that. Make a habit to apologise immediately, and you'll turn around what was going to be a wedge driving you apart into something that actually pulls you together. And of course, you also avoid accumulating lots of unresolved, brittle baggage between you. We're Byron and Francine Parola. For more tips to strengthen your marriage, visit smartloving.org. Together on the journey, faith, hope and love for life in all its fullness. Welcome back to The Journey. As promised, another great input from Dr. Byron and Francine Parola. If you want more tips from them and if you want to access one of their marriage weekends and in-service for marriage covered by the the new government contribution for relationships, go to smartloving.org.au. That brings us to the end of another week. Thanks for listening into The Journey. I encourage you to give us some feedback on our Facebook page. Just look for The Journey Catholic Radio in your search engine where you can follow the links to listen to past shows of The Journey. And remember, if the show isn't being played on your local Christian radio station yet, give them a call. I'm sure they'd love to hear from you and get some input as to why you'd like to have The Journey playing in your local region on your local Christian radio station. If not, just keep listening in via podcast at www.radio.dow.org.au. It's being promoted all around the country in churches, schools, parishes, bookshops, wherever. Next week on the show, we're doing it all again. Great music, interviews and inputs from our awesome presenters. And don't forget, we'll be having that interview with Archbishop Julian Porteous, Archbishop of Hobart, and a man who's absolutely passionate about evangelisation and reaching out to people who have disconnected from church and have switched off to God in their lives. Faith, hope, love and life. You've been listening to The Journey. The Journey is produced by Jude Hennessy and edited by Nicholas Weir from the Office of the Bishop in the Catholic Diocese of Wollongong. Radio.org.au